Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. After a series of somber podcasts, I feel the need to return to other subject matter that also holds importance in my life. This piece is called Birthdays. I love a good birthday party. I don't remember Aaron having one as a kid, so perhaps this is my way of making up for that. I have had several really fun ones, but around my 40th birthday is when I really began to break out of the mold for party ideas. I wanted something really different for this important birthday, so a friend got me in at Rock and Bowl, then on Hate Street in San Francisco. It's gone now, like so many other wonderful, iconic places, but it still holds a special place in my heart. We rented several bowling lanes in a darkened space pulsing with rock music. There was a full bar, and I bought drink tickets for everybody I invited. There was also a room with a pool table, which we gravitated toward when we tired of bowling. I was able to bring in light snacks, so I figured we were covered for the whole of the evening. It was a place to behold, at least for me. Not your usual well-lit bowling alley. It drew people from a crowd I didn't even know existed. I do think some people were serious about bowling, but my general sense was something else available there was the draw. One of my guests from the UK had never bowled before, so she was the main attraction almost from the start, her first ball going behind her instead of down the bowling lane. Her boyfriend tried to help her out, but she was petite, and that ball almost carried her down the alley with it. Revelry and celebration were the themes of the day, so I dressed accordingly in what I was sure would be the outfit of the party. My pink sequin tube top was not the best choice for a night of arm swinging, a heavy ball down a long alley, and it took constant attention to make sure I didn't break out entirely. Plus, those sequins scratch, which I never thought about, so by the end of the evening, I was ready to throw it in the trash. In fact, I never did wear it out in public again. This was a fun time, but a couple of years after that, I was again thinking about what I might do for my birthday. I have always loved ballet and dreamed of being a ballerina for a year or two, but I am not suited to that career physically. My mother enrolled me in ballet in first grade, and I was thrilled with the outfit, the classes, and the idea of hanging in the air with grace. I was a chubby child, and those classes were held on Monday nights in the basement of a woman's home. So when I leaped into the air, it felt like the very foundation of that house shook. None of the other girls had this experience, but since nobody mentioned it, I decided to ignore it as well. After that first year, the instructor told my mother she didn't think I was suited for ballet and that I shouldn't come back. My mother asked me in private if I wanted to continue. And my reply was an enthusiastic yes. I had made friends with one of the girls in the class, and I just loved being with her there. I felt beautiful dancing and began to dream my dream of being a ballerina. So somehow, my mother talked her into giving me lessons for another year. After that, though, 
My mother told me what the instructor had said and declared she would not take me back there because of it. Well, I was crushed, both by what she told me and by the loss of the dance class. I had season tickets to the San Francisco Ballet when I was a grown woman living here, and I found out they had beginner classes for girls wanting to be in the court of ballet. I checked it out, Monday night at 6, just like the original class, and I decided that was an omen for me to enroll. I worked downtown at that time, so I was suited up, as it were, and ready to go by the appointed time. Being late was not excused, so I made sure I was prompt. We had our classes in a large auditorium, mirrors on the wall on three sides, and a live pianist in the corner. Bar exercises, positions, and leaping diagonally across that floor gave me such exhilaration I hardly noticed anyone else. The students were in their teens, every single one of them. No one asked what I was doing there or even spoke to me for the two months that I was in that class. Sometimes I felt out of place, but then I remembered how badly I'd wanted this, and all that thinking just fell away. I wasn't good, I knew that, but I was fulfilling a lifelong dream, and I was ecstatic. At the end, we began to do work in preparation for toe shoes, and that's when I really had trouble. I couldn't stand on my toes for any length of time without horrible pain. There was just no way I could keep up with the class, and I left limping. I didn't make it to the final class because I knew I'd injure myself if I went, but that entire experience had been amazing. I had learned just how hard it is to make an audience see a willowy body when you're pushing every muscle in that body to its maximum strength level to achieve that effect. I had no idea how hard it was to flow from position to position, maintaining a tall posture smiling and making sure your hands were gracefully complimenting your body. I had a newfound appreciation for every step in ballet, and my body recognized those movements because I had done them myself. I have never felt such satisfaction. That year, I decided the ballet class I gave myself was my birthday present. I really couldn't think of another thing that I might like. Some part of me felt such immense joy at my taking the opportunity to give myself this dream, I just wanted to sit with that feeling. I felt I had looked inside myself, felt that old wound, and decided what I needed to heal it. I swear, there is no better gift than seeing yourself so clearly and loving yourself so much. You know exactly what you need to give yourself, and then you do it. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on now that you ask podcast.com. Bye bye for now.